Welcome back to Brain Body Movement, the podcast for those interested in everything nutrition, training, and mindset. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, and we're joined by my co-host, Brock. Today's episode was another Q&A where we answer questions that got sent to us through social media. Question number one, what is more important, hitting your macros or staying under your calorie target? Question number two, please tell us a funny story about one another on your travels. Question number three, what tips would you give to not blow out over a month-long holiday? That was in the back half of the show. In the front half, we spoke about our nutrition and training, gave you a few random facts, talked about the Queen's death, a guy running from Perth to Sydney, and some space talk. All right, enjoy the show. The Queen is dead. Yeah, she is. How do you feel about it? Uh, I mean, lovely human and carried herself very well, but uh, I'm not big on the whole monarchy situation. I think it's a bit old-fashioned, outdated. But, man, she lived a good life, held herself in good regard. And, yeah, I think she I think she carried herself really well throughout her whole life. What's your yeah. take? Yeah, yeah, pretty well the same as you. Um, did you ever see her at all? Like, did you ever? No, like, no I didn't. The, not? the company that I worked for in the UK um, actually had the, the job of that they'd know when she passed before anyone else did because they had to lay out the barriers down the, the mall there. So I worked for that company and they were like, yeah, look, if the, the queen ever passes away, you'll know before the general public because you've got to go out there and lay the barriers down the, the mall for her casket to come down. Did you know they're parading her around uh, around the whole of United Kingdom at the moment? Really? Isn't there like 10 days of mourning or something? Is that got to do with it or something? I, b- I believe so, but they're taking her to all different towns throughout uh, the UK and people are out on the streets and mourning and yeah. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, what was she, 96, in there for like 70 years. 70 years. Seen 15 different fifteen different prime ministers. And they estimate she's shaken over 100, no, 1 million people's hands. Oh, my gosh. That's that's ridiculous. But I, um, I never fully saw her, but when I was at, what's that famous racehorse? Uh, racehorse, the Royal, Royal Ascot. Yeah, the Ra- Royal Ascot. I was there with with Geordie, and I just remember seeing the back of her car and then waving. So, <laughs> so, so that's all I really got to see of her. Um, but yeah, it is pretty old school having kings and queens. Like they got a king now. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's. I think it's still cool, like having kings and queens. But again, it's like they don't really have that much power, really, do they? Anymore? Not like they used well, to. They they can knight people and they can influence some policies, I believe. But mm. yeah, I just I just find it crazy that being born into a family or married into a family gives you so much. Like it's a very old school, mm. old school way of thinking. So yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the whole monarchy construct. Mm. But I mean, the the queen was by all means, from what I know of her, lovely human and carried herself tremendously. She seemed like a lovely human, day. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> her and her corgis. Yeah. It's like even just addressing addressing the world. So, yeah, there's going to be a few things going on. Like what? There's like a public holiday coming up. We do. For the morning. Now that, is that just a one-off thing? Do you know? Just a one-off. Just a one-off. Yeah, my, just a one-off my, question, my question was because we uh, we don't really care about the date of the Queen's birthday here in Queensland. We actually move the Queen's birthday public holiday to the day after the Rugby League Grand Final. Perfect. Now, 
seeing as though she has passed, do we still get that public holiday? Yeah, it's cool. It'll be the king's birthday because it's not actually the queen's birth, actual birthday. Like, yeah, no, we've moved it. Arrogantly. Yeah, so, yeah, but like none of none of the states are on its actual birthday. Like, oh, really? Birth- they're all, yeah. they're all separate. Yeah, they're oh, all separate. They're all di- yeah, they're all different. So that's the audacity of us Aussies. <laughs> we, we don't care, I guess. So it would just be called the King's birthday now, I guess. I don't know. You'd have to fact me check me on that one. But yeah, it wasn't the actual Queen's birthday. I've seen a few, a few videos and uh of people singing the anthem and it's now God save the king. God save the king. Not God yep. save the queen. That's yep. the only the only change that to that song. But yeah, and then notes and Coins as well will now have old mate on it. Charles. Charles. Old mate Charles. Old, the third. Old mate, <laughs> old mate Charles. Old, well, he's old, like 70 something. Old old mate. It's well yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. He's 71, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it like it's it's one of those things like what he'd be feeling like, fuck, my mum's just died, but now I'm king, kind of thing. Be a weird feeling, eh? Be a very strange feeling. You're like, oh, what's going on? Like everyone everyone's mourning and then I've just become king. So it's like, is that, oh. is there, is, is there a huge difference like in that Royal family between Prince, princess, king? Like, is there, a, is there a massive difference? Like, would you feel any more power by assuming that position? I don't think now, but back in the day, I would think oh, so. back, back in the day. Absolutely. But, but that's what I mean yeah. now. It's just sort of like, now I have to, now I'm the one that has to go and shake all the people's hands and knight all the people and, Give yeah, approval. But- I think I think the Queen um she signs off passports, doesn't she? Oh, I'm not sure about that, but I know she sends like a letter and signs a letter for when you turn a hundred. Yes. That's all I knew. But like who would have done that when she turned a hundred? That's what I was thinking. But <laughs> I guess we'll never know. And and it's also another thing. Um I was wondering like a few years ago, I was like, when is the Queen gonna die? Like as bad as that sounds. I was like, man, she's she's going hard. She's going a lot harder. Like back in the day, she probably would have gotten killed off like a good hundred years ago. Eh? The rain wouldn't have been for so long. Like now we've, you know, got proper <laughs> policing and shit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I just had a quick look. And so some passports in the UK say in the name of her majesty. And um People with the passports were worried about it, and um, they'll have to. They'll only have to change them once they expire or are up for renewal. Mm. So they'll have to get completely new branded ones. But I'm pretty sure you have to do that anyway when they expire or renewal. So, yeah, yeah, she did. She did have some influence on passports in the UK. Not not us, not us Aussie Commonwealth folks, but yeah, in the UK. I, I know. I know. I read something about people in Victoria. They have to pledge another oath or something. Um, because you know she's dead, so they got to probably swear an oath to the king in Parliament. It's only Victoria, so yeah. Anyway, enough about the enough about the royal family. Let's let's talk about us kings here. Yeah, how, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, man. <laughs> how are you doing? You know, us kings getting uh, emails <laughs> of uh, companies coming forward. If people didn't know, we got an email direct to Brain Body Movement um, about doing an ad campaign. Now this was it was like supplements and stuff, and they were called the Amino Company. So, <laughs> so that right there, we're just like, oh, that's not going to happen. It could either be spam or real, but the mere fact that they wrote brain body movement was, I was thinking maybe it's just a scam. But like, so, 
the, when, when the you website said that to was me. all good. But, oh, was it? Well, I lo- I didn't use any direct links in the email. I searched outside. That's just a tip for you folks. Like, if you get emails like that, that seem half legit. Don't click anything on the actual email. Go outside of Google and then research it there and kind of cross cross reference it because sometimes I'll do like a, a link and it'll look exactly like say a normal company and then they'll just change one little letter um, and that's where people get scammed. So I went outside, checked it all, and yeah, I mean it seemed like a normal company, but yeah, again, you mean a company? Like, no, <laughs> so, so so when you sent me the photo, I I read the. High brain body movement, and I was like, "Would have been nice for us to uh, be called by our names, Brock and, Brock and Brad." But that's okay. Clearly, you don't listen. Uh, and then when I read the name of the company, I was like, "Okay, I'm done. I don't need to read anymore." I'll message Brad now, going the name of the company, and I'm done. Yeah. And then yeah, trying trying to push BCAs. Clearly, do not listen to us whatsoever. No, they don't. I mean, if they're just points, like at least points for answer. trying though. You don't know if you don't ask. That's true. That's true. That's some good advice right there. Yeah. Who who actually knows? Like, I don't know. They got, there's so many companies out there trying to just earn a living and people, you know, do whatever they can to try and get some sort of influence. Yeah. Whatever influence we have. (laughs) (laughs) How's our our training and nutrition? Good, man. I did five days a week last week. Feeling, Feeling pretty strong. Feeling good. Um, and then I went away for the weekend with the missus. So didn't do it on the weekend, which is fine. Like, but it's good just going like pretty well every day that you can. And, uh, nutrition is still baseline at the moment. Haven't really gotten into a deficit at the moment. I'm still, I'm in an iron yet. What I want to do, uh, might go tomorrow, might not. I don't know. It's more, it's more so like, let's get back into training again properly and then go from there. Cause it, I still, it feels like lingering, like sickness lingering. And Mrs. has been sick like for ages. Like, I don't know what's going on. It seems like a lot of people are just constantly sick or just half lingering here and there. Um, I don't know. It's it's a hard one. I mean, it's now, out. we're outside of winter. So really, there's no excuse. Right now, if you want a summer body, you need to start. Because whatever, however long you think it's going to take, it's going to take a lot longer. So... I, I know I, I know I want to if I want to get under that ten percent that I've been like talking about for this whole season of this podcast. <laughs> I best I best start now and really dial it in. And it's just like looking back at do I really want this kind of thing? But I will update you next week what, what I decide to do. And yeah, go from there. How about you, man? Uh well I took the first right? sick days. Yeah, yeah, I took the first sick days ever of my entire life. Ever, mm. never taken, never taken a sick day from any job. I've been sent home from work before for being uh, in too much of a state, but I have, <laughs> but I have, uh, I have never taken a sick day from work, and I took three of them in a row. Jesus, it has been Holy years heart. since I've been that sick. Yeah, so I was coughing up all sorts of nasties, green stuff, yellow stuff. Yeah, I was coughing up a lot. Um, didn't go into work for three days. Uh, felt good on the sad day, mind you. I was still active during those days because I wasn't fatigued. Um, on the Saturday, I took myself for a nice long walk in the morning, um, and I was like, "Oh, should I train today?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm still, I'm still not quite ready to train just as of yet." Woke up on the Sunday and was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm good to do a light session." Trained on the Sunday, felt pretty good, felt drastically better after training. 
And then on the Monday, I had a sauna. And from there, I've been pretty much sweet. However, I do have sinusitis, which oh, is really? just a, a nasal infection. I've had it before. I had it in London. So if I sound a bit nasally, I apologize, people. But I've just got blood in my sinus, essentially. <laughs> so <clears throat> today, today's, today's much better. But yesterday, I just had this drip in the back of my throat of blood all day it's pretty oh. it's pretty horrendous i've had it i've had it once before it's pretty horrendous but i'm i'm in no pain so uh, sinusitis isn't contagious so i've gone to work this week and i'm all sweet i actually had a really good training session today yeah yeah what, what's your um what's your like block looking like or your nutrition did you stay like around maintenance or what'd you do so you i stayed sick? at the th- the 3000 whilst i was sick the first morning when I woke up, I dropped one and a half kilo and was like, whoa, that's a lot of weight. Mm. Uh, I ate that 3,000 again that day, woke up the next morning, dropped a further 800 grams and I was like, whoa, that's 2.3 kilos in two days. I don't want to be losing weight that quickly. So naturally, I was like, what will feel good on my throat because my throat was a bit raspy and give me lots of calories so I don't lose weight. So i Took myself to Coles and got myself a tub of Ben and Jerry's, and I devoured a tub of Ben and Jerry's and um, a couple of like protein shakes added on top of the three thousand calories. Woke up the next morning, I was a hundred grams heavier. So like obviously I was needing the calories as my body was just burning through it, trying to fight whatever illness I had in me. Um, so again, the next day I was like, I'm just gonna go get a tub of Ben and Jerry's again. I mean, it tastes good. <laughs> may not be may not be good for me. Tastes good, but it feels feels good on my throat. <laughs> So I had another tub of Ben and Jerry's that day. So I'm assuming I was probably at like 5,000 calories both of those two days. And then that that next day I went up like five 600 grams. And then I went 3,000 the two days after that. My weight pretty much stayed the same. But I've had a look at my three weeks that I've got coming up leading into a festival and I've got a pretty busy summer planned. And I thought this this three-week period here, I don't really – like I've got no commitments. Like I've got – no major birthdays. I've got nothing serious coming up. So I was like, I'm just going to go really, really hard for fat loss for three weeks. And I actually pulled my calories down to 2,400. Mm. And what I'm going to do over the course of the next 14 days is increase them by 50 calories a day. Now that is eight grams of carb and two grams of fat. So in my brain, I'm like, I'm getting more food today. I'm mm. getting more food today. So like mentally for me, that's like, oh, I, this is easy. Like I'm, I get more food every day. And it'll get me to the point where I'm at, what, 3,100, I believe, at the end of the 14 days. And then I'll probably go up in 100 um, calorie intervals and leading into um, festy season, festival season. <laughs> just, just, just so I can get closer to maintenance because I don't want to be in a depleted state leading into that. And I, I reckon I may lose some of my shape during that period. So I'd like to be in pretty good shape leading into it. What festivals? Uh, I've got Listen Out. I've got Rufus booked. Um, there's Wildlands. And there will be other events. Obviously, we've got Adam's Adam's 30th, if we can get there. Hmm. Um, yeah, there, there will be other events. I've got, a, I've got a pretty big summer planned ahead of me. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of I kinda want to do a full fat loss phase, like proper... Well, you'll you'll see see where you're at in a week with your mindset. Like if if after a week of just eating at maintenance and training because you enjoy it and you feel fantastic, then by all means go for it. But 
what's your stresses like at the moment? It's, you know what, it's like I've just finished up this other job. Um, so I don't have that stress of like there at night as well now. So yeah. um, it's probably probably a really good time to actually do it, to be honest. Um, it's just one of those things when um, when you got like so much going on, like the last thing you want to do is add, add that extra stress on. Um, but once you see a bit of good weather and you start talking to you and talking about it, you're just like, oh, yeah, probably could, probably could get 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 it going and see how 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 much I can lose, because yeah, summer's coming around the corner. Like summer is coming. Yeah, not yeah. winter, summer. Yep. Well, for yeah, us, that, that's... for the southern hemisphere, not for the northern hemispheres. <laughs> that's that's why I'm being pretty aggressive during this three week period, and like I've really reduced my. I never thought I'd go down to 2,400 calories again, but. Here I am, and I actually feel surprisingly good. Mm. So that could be me coming out of the other side of sickness, and I remember what sickness feels like, and this is like, I feel amazing. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I felt pretty strong in the gym today, which I was surprised with. I thought that might take a while. But, yeah, things are going good. Speaking, going. Of, speaking of Brock's doing well, have you heard of Ned Brockman? Ned Brockman? No, only Ned Kelly. Ned Brockman is currently running from Perth to Bondi Beach. Jesus. Now, here's the catch. He's going to do it in 40 days. Now, that means he has to run over 100 kilometers a day. No. No. <laughs> S- sign me off. <laughs> I don't want now, he's currently 11 days in. I believe to be under 40 days. The record is 43 days. I believe to be under 40 days. He's got one or two days where he can just run a marathon, just a, a lazy, casual Cheeky marathon. marathon. Yeah. Um, he's got two days where he can get away with doing that, and he will still be under the, the 40 days. Um, but he's 11 days in. He did 10 days at 100Ks, and then yesterday he did um, just a, a cheeky marathon. He's, he's got an issue with his, his foot or shin splints at the moment, and he's currently walking um, 5K per hour pace. He's like, so to hit the 100Ks today, I'm just going to walk for 20 hours and sleep for four. Oh, my God. So the the good thing about it is he's not just doing it to prove to himself. He's actually raising a million dollars for um, a homeless homeless support charity. So he's doing it, doing it for a great cause. And I tell you what, once he gets closer, I will be donating to that because that is seriously impressive. To do 10 days in a row of 100Ks running, and the thing is, it's six minute K pace, so that's pretty bloody quick. Yeah, like he's he's going at some pace for a hundred Ks a day, for ten days straight. Like that, that blows my mind. I run one K and I'm like, I am done. I run to the fridge and I'm done. <laughs> so he has previously before raised two hundred grand for some other charity where he ran fifty marathons in fifty days. I heard about that one. Yeah. This is the one that you'll love. This is the kicker. He's a he's a plumber from Perth. Look out. Yeah. <laughs> Plumbers represent, mate. I was wondering so where he, he, is he like a YouTuber or is he just he's just a plumber from Perth, eh? Yeah, he's just a plumber from Perth. What's, what's where's he going? To Melbourne? Perth, you... Perth Perth to Bondi Beach. Oh, to Bondi Beach, is it? I oh. assume by the time he gets into Bondi, there'll be um it'll be Australia-wide news. Yeah. If if, if, he, if he gets that far, because he's obviously in a world of hurt today because he can't run, he's walking. 
but so 40 days so that'll be what so 11 days in so he's like what a month away surely he, he can't do 20 hours walking four hours sleep for the next 20 odd days i'm gonna back the guy in but i after after seeing him walking today i do have some doubts creeping yeah yeah not enough tibialis raises for those shins <laughs> well um, i'm not he... sure if, um, i think it's toe related I think his toes had just been jammed up in his shoes. Mm. And yeah, he's in a he's in a bit of pain. But he's had to, he's got like a full crew with him, so he's got like a, a, a physio, a massage therapist. Um he sleeps in this pretty cozy little camper thing. Mm. He's got a full crew with him. He's got a mullet, he's got a tiny little mustache. Mustache. <laughs> yeah. He's he's full he's full locker. He he's actually had quite a bit of support, so I think Israel Adesanya did a video for him. And like cinema first saying, hey, mate, what you're doing is really cool. He goes, you're putting yourself through immense pain and struggle to raise money for people that are in immense pain and struggle. He goes, that's, he's like, hats off to you, man. He's like, the guys at Puma have told me about it. And I wanted to send you a video and give you support and encouragement. And he's like this Ned guy's full breaking down and crying watching this video because he idolizes Israel Adesanya. So yeah, it's pretty right. cool stuff, man. Like it's, it's, it's been a good follow and mm. makes me want to run. I'll, I'd have I'll have to check it out and stuff. Like, obviously the uh, AFL Grand Finals coming up, so surely he could just like duck past the MCG for a bit. <laughs> so I said, yeah, he'd probably end there about the same time. We need to get to the yeah. toilet, I guess, on the side of the road and that. Or... Yeah, just goes on the side of the road. Oh, right. He he had a story yesterday. He's like, oh, I just thought I'd let you know that I just stopped to uh, take a leak and take in the view and. He's not even sweating. And I'm like, how are you running 100Ks a day and you're not even sweating? Like, you're just yeah. casually talking, putting up an Instagram story and baffles me. That's baffles crazy. Me. But you know he's made a good stock because he's got Brock in his name somewhere. So, there I'll back go. him in. Yeah, back him in. Back him in. <laughs> Speaking of um, urine and all that waste, <laughs> uh, a wood frog in Alaska have been known to hold their urine for up to eight months. Whoa. <laughs> Sticking it out through the region's long winters before relieving themselves once temperatures increase. So the urine like actually helps keep the animal alive when hibernating. Oh, it keeps them warm. Mm-hmm. So like with special microbes in their gut that recycle the urea, like urine's main waste, into nitrogen. So I thought that was a pretty cool random fact for you today. Yeah, you're still a animal facts, man. Oh, they're the best kind. Of <laughs> uh, um, I want to double double back to last week how I touched on that um hydrogen uh, powered train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this week, there has been a high tech sponge that can absorb water vapor from the air and convert it into pure hydrogen, which can be used for hydrogen fuel cell vehicles and machines. So we're literally at the point where we can just use the air turn it into hydrogen and power machines, which to me is mind-blowing. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because what, air is made up of what, 70% hydrogen or something? Is that right? Air is made up of 78% nitrogen and 21% oxygen. That's nitrogen. That's 99%. And you said air hydrogen. also has, Yeah, air, air also has small amounts of other gases too, such as carbon dioxide, neon, and hydrogen. So they're pulling from a small percentage there. Yeah, right. Because it's 99, 99% is nitrogen and oxygen. 
And they're saying other gases such as carbon dioxide, neon, and hydrogen make up 1%. So they're pulling the hydrogen from a small percentage, but they're making it work. Hey, and that's all we can ask for, really, isn't it? Now, staying on, staying on the hydrogen theme, Mr. Spaceman, they have found water on other planets with this, uh, what's her name? James Telescope? James Webb? James Webb. They found, they found water on other planets. Fuck yeah. Whereabouts? This, this James Webb Telescope, man. Um, oh, it's 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 great. It's high, it's high tech. It's like from when they've changed the big TVs to like flat screens. That's how how good it's going yeah. right now. <laughs> so they're they're just saying um, finding signs of more and more planets in distant solar systems, and uh, what they've done is because the stars are so much brighter than their planets, they um, cannot see the actual planets themselves. Instead, scientists detect faint signs of the planets' effects on their stars. So, like they're looking at like shadows and things like that um, on on the star. That they're orbiting around the two different ways to discover planets each way give you different information by catching the shadow created when a planet crosses in front of its star scientists can find the diameter of the planet and yeah they've figured out uh that there's water on those planets pretty crazy that is pretty crazy i remember hearing something about like there's just floating somewhere in space not on a planet just in space there's like a massive patch of water like thousands of liters, probably millions of liters or something, just floating around, <laughs> just randomly. Space, space is crazy, and we know so little about it. Yeah, well, yeah, technically we're in like space. We're not in outer space, but we're floating around in space. That's I don't know. I could I go on and on about this shit. I love it. <laughs> um, maybe we should go back to some health and fitness, hey? Yeah. So. This uh, British grandma, she was overweight and her doctor pulled her aside and said to her, hey, you've got all these health conditions and you, you've got joint pain and you've got lots of inflammation in your body. It would probably benefit you to lose some excess fat that you've got. So she was like, okay, thinking to herself, how, how can I go about doing this? So she eliminated a lot of the sugar from her diet and during that period was like researching other diets and from the sounds of it, she went pretty much paleo-esque. So she was eating um, fresh vegetables, whole eggs, lean meats, sort of stuff we'd recommend. Mm-hmm. During that period, she was not going to the gym and she went from morbidly obese and lost 84 pounds. Um, went back to her doctor. Kilos. Doctor's like, yeah, doctor's like, you're doing great. Um, she, the pounds kept falling off and she got to 100, 100 pounds lost. So what's that? I think that's about the... 40, 45 kilo mark. Yep. And then she was like, you know what? I'm going to set foot in a gym. I'm going to see if this will speed up the process. Fell in love with weightlifting. She has recently had uh, surgery to get rid of the excess saggy skin, skin yep. and is now competing in bodybuilding competitions. You're joking. That's so How cool. crazy is that? So she's in the transformation category. She's now totaling 250 pounds lost, which for the people listening that are Australian, and use the correct unit of measurement. It is 113 kilos. Yeah. Which is mind-boggling. I don't even weigh 113 kilos and she has lost 113 kilos. That is crazy impressive. And now she's competing in a transformation class in bodybuilding. That's so good. Uh I know that that that's a real feel-good story and I was like, 
reading that, I'm like, I have to bring that up because that could be inspiring to a lot of people. Yeah, for so sure. If 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 you're listening, just just start, just start doing something. You never know where it could take you. I bet you she, she well, she definitely didn't start going. I'm going to compete in bodybuilding. No, she just started eating well, saw the weight come off, and then, hey, presto. Yeah, that's the thing. Like once you see a li- little bit of progress, um, it just keeps that ball ball rolling, and then you're just like backing yourself and just remembering how far you've come to how far you can be. Like who knew? Like it, like if she set herself a 113 kilo or 250 pound goal at the start it would have been like nah can't do that but if you're just setting yourself small little goals like one kilo or two pounds or something and keep going like that oh hats off to her really honestly yeah 113 kilos is crazy 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 that 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 is fucking crazy you know you know what else is crazy Um, gonna give me a fact no no not yet in a second i already gave you my fact mate um, oh, was that the fact? The 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 frog thing was the fact. Oh, I didn't even do, even chime in with my animal one after that. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you do that before <laughs> before you before you go into that? I'll just tell you. Um, so Disney, they've just announced they're doing cruises in Australia, around Australia and New Zealand. So they're going to be in like Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Auckland, and they're opening up. On Thursday, bookings open Thursday, 29th, 2000, and September 29th, 2022. I'm like, yes. And then I said, I was like, message, message. She's like, do you, you have kids? I'm like, yeah, nah, it'll be right. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Oh, shit. So, Disney, Disney uh, fans out there, you can look forward to some cruises. I don't know if how long they'll keep it. You'll have to be hung over the whole time, mate. Oh, well, that's what the cruise is for. I'm sure it's international waters, so <laughs> alcohol will be cheap. All right. Seeing as though you went with an animal fact, what I might do is I might just give an interesting random strange fact, hey? Yeah, do it. So, you know the term, I will see you in a jiffy? Yep. Did you know a jiffy is actually a unit of time, a measurement of time? Explain it to it me. Is, it is one one hundredth of a second. That is a jiffy. Ah, really? What, in like English, American... Australian or just whatever? I'm assuming just whatever. <laughs> I, I, would, I would double check that. Yeah, I just typed in one one hundredth of a second and it came up with Jiffy. That's so yeah, it's, uni- it's, it's universal. Universal. Okay. Yeah. Seeing a Jiffy. But not really because yeah. it takes yeah, a Jiffy. Yeah, <laughs> because seeing someone in one one hundredth of a second. Yeah, I'll get that done in a Jiffy. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like that spray bottles and stuff, don't they? Like Jiff? Well, that's it. It's a cleaning yeah. product. Jiff, yeah, yeah. yeah. Smart, yeah. smart. I wonder if they've thought of like it'll be clean really quickly. It'll be done in a jiffy. Mm. I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows where they're going with marketing? Yeah, exactly. All right. Bit of unsolicited advice time, I think. Here we go. The foundation of maturity, just because it's not your fault doesn't mean it's not your responsibility. So say like, someone drops off a kid at your house, right? It's not your fault that the kid's at your front door, but it's now your responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So let's say you're driving in your car and someone rear-ends you and it's completely not your fault, but you've now got the responsibility of getting your car repaired. Hmm. Would that be a... Let's just stick. Let's just stick with dropping the baby off at the door. Hey? <laughs> Surely there's one. I I remember hearing it so much. Like, 
yeah, like if 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 you think like your um, metabolism maybe is not or your body's not very, it doesn't adapt as as well as someone else's. Like that's not your fault, but it's your responsibility to like tighten up your your macros, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. so many different examples. That, that that's that's a better analogy. You can't help your genetics; they're they're not your fault. But mm-hmm. I mean, they are your responsibility with how you maintain your health and fitness that is a that is a great analogy we got there in the end we fucking got there (laughs) let's go (laughs) okay now we're done with the unsolicited advice let's get on to some actual advice and answer some questions let's do it okay question number one and bear with me this is a bit of a lengthy one what is more important hitting your macros or staying under your calorie count target They've given us a bit of background. So I'm currently doing 1,500 calories per day as recommended by my nutritionist. Macros are carbs, 25%. have been instructed it needs to be under 100 grams a day due to insulin health things I'm trying to fix. Protein, 35%. And fat, 40%. I'm struggling to get to 130 grams of protein a day without going over the calorie goal. Any tips would be appreciated. Yep. Um, so the it really depends what your goals are. So didn't really specify whether they wanted to be in a surplus, in a maintenance, in a deficit. Would you say with that amount of calories, they'd probably want to be in, in a deficit? It looks as if... I, I would say with a an insulin issue, uh, it would be deficit. I actually know the person and, and it's it's in, deficit, a, in a deficit. In a deficit, yeah. yeah. So, well, calories are king when it comes to this kind of stuff. So um, you don't... Like, yes, protein is important, but when it comes to um, getting into a deficit, calories are the biggest driver for fat loss. Um, and you've said you need to be under 100 grams. So you've talked to a nutritionist that's not a dietitian. So um, I'd still listen to them if you've actually gone to someone like this, even though nutritionist is like anyone can really call themselves a nutritionist Nutritionist in Australia. Um it's dietitians are the ones that are backed by, I guess, um, the government or whatever. They actually have to go through proper schooling and that. So I'm looking at this question like make sure that you hit your, your, pro, uh, your calorie target and make sure that you get underneath your your carbohydrate for your insulin. I dare say that it's like you're in pre-diabetes or something like that. You probably have more, more on that um, and make sure that you're weight training for sure because that's going to increase your um, stores of glycogen in your muscles. So the more storage, more muscle you have, the more um, carbohydrates you can um, take, and that should help with your insulin. Um, the 130 grams of protein a day, that's a not too bad, but like you're eating 1,500 calories. So like it, it, of course, it'd be hard to get 130 grams of, of protein. But yeah, 40% fat, that's a lot. You could probably pull some fat away like 40% of fat's a lot so you could probably yeah. it's probably the foods that you're eating if you're not hitting that protein so I would look at what foods you're having and try and shift stuff away have have like lower fat meats like the lean meats we talk about up your veggies obviously and then your carbohydrates 100 grams a day is pretty fairly fairly easy to hit um, depending on the food again you just stay away from main starches make sure you just hit have, having some veggies probably have like a piece of fruit a day or whatever and obviously, minimally processed foods, because those highly processed foods are high fat, high, high carbohydrate. Yeah. So without knowing like in depth details about yeah. the diet, it's pretty hard to give actual 
tangible advice here because we don't know exactly what you're eating, how much of it you're eating. Um, I kept this was fired in through the brain body movement um, Instagram page, and I quickly shot them back something just to give them something straight away. <clears throat> and uh, my tips were opt for leaner cuts of meat, so you'll save on fat macros there. Protein shakes have pretty much no carbs or fats in them if you get a WPI. That's an easy way to increase your protein intake. Yes, it will increase your total calorie intake, but it'll increase your protein intake without increasing either of the other macronutrients. Um, and just to pretty much avoid anything in a wrapper. I mean, they, they te- typically tend to be carbs and fats. So mm. if, if you're sticking to um, like like the, the lady that lost 250 pounds in the UK, she's pretty much stuck to fresh vegetables, meats, whole eggs, fruit. I mean, if you stick to that, you, you should be okay. Um, I'd just be cautious on the fruit because some fruits are quite carb heavy. Um, in my opinion, I dare say if you just lost some weight in general, you'll probably see some benefits on the insulin front and that diabetic front just just by simply losing losing weight. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Lane talks about this as well. Um, but I know this person. I, I know them fairly well. You're killing it so far. So like, don't overthink it too much. Like in, in order of importance, calories are king. So you need to need to stay to your, your calorie target as set. Um, next important would be your protein intake. Um, and then from there, this is purely in terms of fat loss. Then from there, it would be talking about like much micronutrients, making sure you're getting in enough micronutrients. So making good food choices from there, it's probably maybe hydration but hydration is pretty key in general that can help keep you fuller for longer. Um, it might be supplements maybe from there, but yeah, your order of importance for fat loss is calories and protein intake and then micronutrients. Yeah, for sure. And it's good. You touched on water as well. Cause if you're dropping your carbohydrates, you're going to have um, less, less like watery foods going into your, into your body. So you may even get like, you you get people like get those keto flus and stuff. That's just because a lot of water is getting pulled out of the body because like, three, four grams of, of water pulls in from one gram of carbohydrate. So if you're dropping your carbs, you're dropping your water, and then you could potentially run into a little bit of uh, problems with uh, not having enough water in there. Even though your body's pretty good at maintaining like water balance, um, it's just something to note when you drastically cut uh, carbohydrates and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it is it is hard to say without actually sitting down with your... Yeah, you said nutritionist, like, um, I don't know how well-versed the nutritionist is or whatever. Um, it wasn't you, was it? No, I'm not a nutritionist. I would never, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would never spruik to be one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's insulin health things, you've obviously got diagnosed with either prediabetes or diabetes or something. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that's as much as we can give, I guess, without going deeper into all your blood work and everything. And we're not doctors and stuff. So Yeah. I just want to reiterate on the fact that I know this person, you're doing really well so far. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just know that the changes you've already made in your life are working. Like other people have have complimented you, so like don't don't sweat it too much. You're heading down the right path, and I dare say, if you continue to look after your health and prioritize your health like you have been recently, that your your body will reflect that, and you'll continue to make progress as you are. So please don't overstress the small stuff. They weight well. training. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Several times a week. So That's and, good. and they and they, and they haven't been so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good good driver for your insulin and stuff. Okay, hope that helps. <laughs> yeah, let's hope, hope that helps. <laughs> Question number two: Please tell us a funny story about one another 
on your travels. This will be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to take us back to the Netherlands in a place called Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's, it, it's, I think we went there for um, what's considered King's Day. Um, so oh, it was that day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. King's oh, yeah, day. yeah, around that. But it, it was, it was the. I'm assuming you're talking about the days before, the day before, yeah, King's day beforehand, day before King's <clears> Day. <throat> so yeah. we're like, oh, you know, when in Amsterdam, you might as well try a few uh, cheeky muffins, um, little space cakes, as we call them. So we bought one from the same place where I had one previously, like a few years later. So I knew they were good. Um, and for people that aren't following this, uh, um some sort of uh, THC in there that'll <laughs> get you going a bit. So we had half and now for people that have never had them before, it takes a lot longer than if you were to um, just smoke marijuana. So we've had half and then we're like, all right, let's go find uh, a nice patch of grass somewhere where we can just relax and we have said a bit of a I am Amsterdam sign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> we're walking out. Everything's all sweet. I'm like, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. And then all of a sudden, the littlest things just start start making us laugh. And so Brock and I, we're just like on this grass, just cacking up about absolutely anything and everything. And there was this one pigeon and it was just – it was. Just, this pigeon is just like walking across the grass with its head just bopping <laughs> like it's like listening to some like electro house music or something and it's just like absolutely cacking it. So we're going in deep and we're like, it's probably like been an hour or so where we're just chatting shit, just laughing at random stuff. And then we're like, all right, we better get back to the hostel or else we're going to I know what this can be like. We need to be in a safe space. So, all right, let's let's go let's go to the tram. So, on our way to the tram, that's when it starts starts to hit me, and I'm pretty sure it starts to hit Brock. Where it's like, all right, anxiety is like going up a bit. You think everyone is looking at you. So, we get onto this tram. I don't even know if it was the right tram. So, on the tram, and it's like, nah, it's like fully hit us now. And then I've sat down. There's no other places on this tram. So Brock's just just basically straddling this pole on the tram. People walking past, and he's just like looking left, looking right, like like everyone's watching him. And his face is just like so scared over nothing. So like we're we're just trying to survive this tram ride. It stops. We've gone the wrong way that we're meant to. We're meant to go into town, and we've gone to the other end of the track. And we're like, all right. And then we're like, what the fuck is going on? Brock's still freaking out. I'm freaking out. The doors won't even open. So we're like, oh, fuck, we're trapped in here. What is going on? And then and then we get off. Finally, they open. We get off. Then we get onto another another tra- uh, tram. And Brock is at, at the, um, the, the tram guys, like the instructor. And he's like, um, we need to go here. It's like. He's like, where do you want to go? Yeah, I think we need to go here like this. Trying to act so like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think we've got to go here. We're like, where are we here now? <laughs> it was so funny. He's just trying to pull himself together after uh, being absolutely just anxiety-driven. I, I, like, <laughs> I, I remember watching that pigeon and then we left 
and they've got those open air urinals in Amsterdam. Mm. And I was trying to walk over to the urinal. I was like, my legs are not <laughs> my legs are not working here. How how am I going to operate my legs to go over to this urinal? Pee? We we got on the right tram. The tram just went in the wrong direction. And we're sitting at the back of the tram. Everyone's off the tram. We're like, where's everyone going? The tram driver came up to us and was like, uh, this is the end of the line. And yeah, we're like, exactly. shit. <laughs> we were like 45 minutes out of Amsterdam. Yeah. That was uh, that was classic. Home, that, that, and just that was crashed good. for yeah. however many hours. Just knocked us on our feet, man. That it's just if you are ever in Amsterdam, I think it was like the dolphin one we went to or something. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, do not have a full one. Like these are big, <laughs> big like muffin things. Don't have. It's delicious. One. They were delicious, yeah. But we had half each, and it's I something know. to do with like converting it in the liver. It makes it even worse than smoking it. Um, so just wait, like, I know I've heard stories of people like, oh, it's been an hour. I don't feel anything. And then they take more and then it just wrecks them even more. So just a word of warning. Um, if you are going to do it over there where it's legal, um, yeah, just go half. It was a hilarious couple of hours, just chatting shit, laughing and everything. All right. My turn. So (laughs) this is a story from within the UK. Okay. So Brad and I went on a night out to... What's the name of the bar? can't remember the name of the bar. <clears throat> and I come home and I am waiting for Brad to return. So I came home from the night out and Brad didn't come home from the night out. And I'm waiting for Brad to return because we actually have a um, bus booked to Newcastle. Oh. So I'm, I'm waiting, 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 waiting. And Brad's just not showing. And I'm like, where is he? He, we needed to leave at seven. I'm like, I'll, I'll give him 20 minutes, but I'm not going to miss that bus myself. Gave him 20 minutes. So I left at 20 past seven. We needed to leave at seven. <laughs> so I'm I'm walking down towards the train station to get the tube to where we catch the bus from. And here's Brad walking up. <laughs> now, I left out the part where during this period of me waiting for Brad, I'm calling him, calling him, calling him. Eventually, I got an answer. And it was from the guy that was the manager of the club we're at. And he was like, yeah, this is your friend's phone. He's <laughs> he's left his phone in the club. I'm like, well, thank you for leaving it there. So I've informed Brad of this on the way down there. He's like, I bloody lost my phone. <laughs> still, still, still drunk walking home. Um, we get to the bus station. I had to um, get my shit, don't I? Yeah, yeah Brad, Brad had to run up and get his shit. We get to the bus station. He's hanging out of his ass at this bus terminal, complaining about no phone. He's got like nothing to his, just got his wallet, his, a bag. We head up to Newcastle. Now we're going on a night out. You missed we're the going bus. On a- Remember like to actually the bus because we missed the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we got there. <clears throat> and then some, and somehow I was like, she's like, yeah, there's no more buses. I'm like, no, there was a bus like in an hour or two. They're like, oh yeah, there actually is. And you're like, how the <laughs> fuck did you know that? <laughs> yeah. Um. So we're, we're going on this, we're going this night out with, in Newcastle and, Brad's introducing me to his mate Harry. Harry now, we've got no, Harry. we've got no phone, so I'm obviously navigating us around everywhere. We have a few drinks and we're on this night out, and we're walking to to meet Harry, and uh, I lose Brad. I'm like, shit, he doesn't have a phone. I turn around, I go around the corner. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just around the corner. I'm having a piss <laughs> <laughs> from Brad. I'm like, okay, at least he's okay. I haven't lost him. So we meet up with Harry and we go out to this club. It was actually, it was just a bar and me and Harry were leaving the bar and we were going to head to a club. 
and Brad's in there and we couldn't get him to leave. No, no matter what we did, we could not get Brad to leave. And I'm like, mate, we're leaving. We've we've had enough here. We're going to head to a club. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll come with you. We just could not get Brad to leave. It was, would have been half an hour or more. You can't, you can't convince me when I'm like that. Yeah. No. Anyway, I was like, you know what? I'll concede defeat. I know he doesn't have a phone. He'll get home totally fine. Like, I, I'm not worried about Brad at all. He can handle himself. Three and a half hours pass, and <laughs> Harry and I had been to one club, and then we'd gone to another club, and I'm like, do you think Brad would ever come to this club? He's like, no, nah, no way. This is, like, out of Newcastle a bit. Like, I, I, I highly doubt he'd come here. So me and Harry are sitting down, talking to a few people, and then from the corner of my eye, I see Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing on the dance floor, he has got a number, what, what I think was meant to be a number, written in lipstick down his forearm. And I walk I walk over towards him to see if he'll pick up on who I am because he is incoherent at this stage. <laughs> he is absolutely trashed. And I was like, uh, pop, pop my head around one side because he was dancing uh, with someone. And I pop my head around one side and all of a sudden he pops around and goes... <laughs> <laughs> and it comes back and then pops around. <laughs> and it comes back. And I was like, mate, where have you been? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what is that in your arm? He's like, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't remember one, hardly any of one, that. One, one, of the, one of the many occasions that I uh, lost Brad and then somehow found you later in the night with like, uh, that's your new friends. Like how? Did I even get to that club? You know, I've got no idea. I've got no, no, idea. Phone. no phone. Must have just met some people, as you do, and then they're like, oh, "We're going to this club, probably." Yeah. Anyway, there are there are a couple of relatively tame <laughs> stories that don't incriminate us too much or paint us in a bad light. There is many other stories, so we'll keep them safe. For maybe will. another day. <laughs> I think so. Okay, back to some health and fitness, eh? <laughs> yeah. That's Question number three: What tips would you give to not blow out over a month-long holiday? Yeah, so the old month, month-long holidays. That's that's a fairly decent, decent holiday. Um, a few tips and tricks. One is like um, blowing out. I guess like if you've maybe cut for the holiday and you don't want to gain too much fat, you're inevitably going to gain a little bit. Um, so I guess blowing out would be what five plus kilos, let's say. Um, I yeah, who knows? Like I would just be mindful of how much you drank. Um, and just make it like uh, not not all these massive cocktails and stuff. Obviously, you can have have them if you want, but um, just just be wary if if you're having it every night. Obviously, you're gonna blow out like and all the foods. Um, a good strategy I personally is just skip breakfast and then just go for lunch, dinner, and then you can probably have have your drinks. In most European countries, you can walk everywhere. It's a bit harder in Australia, um, but if you are in a country where you can walk most places walk most places or if you're going to take a train somewhere or the tube somewhere or whatever just stop a few stops beforehand and be like oh no we can walk like 15 20 minutes to this place um that's a good one just making sure um you're getting like mainly protein sources um with each meal as well just seem seem more full um make sure you're drinking a lot of water if you can um do some like mini workouts so, so some body weight workouts and that because it's a month like it's going to be pretty hard um, to like maintain, especially because you're away and you want to eat all the delicious foods and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, there, there are a few tips from me. Mine are, mine are very similar. So 
personally, speaking from my own personal experience, when I travel, usually I will skip breakfast. And this is the odd occasion that I would have a have a coffee. I would enjoy one with the person I was traveling with at the time. Um, I would have a lighter lunch and my lunch would typically be like a protein sauce and like a salad or something like that. So I've essentially saved a shitload of carbs and fats for dinner. Dinner would usually be eating out somewhere and it would be untracked. Now, personally, I'm not a big fan of eating breakfast out. Like I could easily just cook eggs and bacon and have a mm. piece of sourdough at home if I really wanted to. And there's nothing special about smashed avo on toast, which everyone seems to rave about. But I'm, I'm not a big breakfast whilst out person. But that would typically be what I do. I typically skip breakfast. Um, I might have like, if I wanted to have breakfast, because um, I knew I couldn't eat lunch during the day, I might have like um, Greek yogurt and berry, something low calorie. Um, and I really like the advice of walking everywhere. One, you're, you're expending energy. Two, you get to see more of the place that you're traveling to. So uh, I, I like the walking um, wherever you can. Um, walk to get your coffee in the morning if you're a coffee drinker. Um, walk to your sites. Yeah, the more energy you can expend, the better. And if you're traveling... I would either try and find a gym or do some form of mini workouts just two to three times a week. Two two would be plenty. Yeah. And it could just be two little half an hour sessions. Yeah, uncle, done. Yep. Hydration and you you should be less stressed. So you should be relaxing and enjoying yourself on a month long holiday. Whatever you do for work, can you please let me know? Because I would love to take a month long holiday. Whoever asks this question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah, we're both on the skip breakfast train. Just make sure that when you skip breakfast and you have like a a low calorie, high high protein lunch that that doesn't trigger your mindset to go. I can eat whatever I want for dinner now. You still want to be be mindful of your choices and predict low, low lean meats, low, low calorie protein sources, um, and and whole foods majority of the time. But yeah, we're pretty much on the same page. With Just enjoy one. yourself as well, though. But you, yeah, you know, yeah, it is it is a it is a holiday at the end of the day. Like you're meant to relax, yeah. de stress, unwind. So, when you when you come back, you can tighten things up and go into a Exactly. A fatless phase if need be. But yeah, just enjoy yourself and don't worry too much if you do blow out because you can shred it all back. Uh, if you want a trainer or coach for your holiday, send me a DM. I would love to help you out. You can fly me along with you. <laughs> okay, so that's uh, all the questions answered for today. If you want your questions answered in the future, make sure you're following us at brain.body.movement, at Brad Dapper and at Brock underscore Dalgleish. You can ask us a question whenever we put up a sticker box and or you can send us a DM. That's a wrap for today's episode. We just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. If you enjoyed or took any value at all from this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you took a screenshot and shared to your Instagram stories. We'd also love it if you shared with family and friends and left us a five-star review. And don't forget to turn on post notifications so you don't miss an episode. But before we go, we can leave you with a few things. Make your damn bed, get your steps in, and be kind to one another. Cheers. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because well, what air is made up of what seventy percent hydrogen or something? Is that right? And then isn't it two H two O? So two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. Yeah, so you got oxygen is like six, 60, 66%. Yeah, but you got like twenty point nine percent of oxygens in the air. I believe. Oh, is that what it is? Something like that. You might have to fact check me on that one. But I just have twenty point nine percent in my head, and then there's hydrogen, and then there's another element. H H two O is water. Yeah, correct. We sound like idiots during this part. <laughs> Just because it's not your fault doesn't mean it's not your responsibility. I, I my my brain straight away went to cheating and partners partners cheating. So.
someone someone may cheat on a partner, mm. uh, it may not be. Nah, that's totally wrong. No, that is wrong. <laughs> cut that. I'll cut. cut I'll put that, that at the end. 